The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. On to that Africa Business Report this evening. And Yakuma Ritz, who is the editor of How We Made It in Africa, has been to the Republic of Congo. It used to be known as Congo Brazzaville. It's the other Congo, not the DRC where the battery minerals are. Um, but it's some interesting perspectives from a conference that you attended there, Yaku. Why, firstly, did you go to the other Congo? Most people right now are drawn to its much bigger cousin, the DRC. Evening, Bruce. Yes, I've always wanted to see the Congo River, which is the world's second longest and second largest. And about a week ago, I did. Uh, I woke up last week, Tuesday, I think. I woke up early. I jogged from my hotel to the edge of the Congo River, and I took a nice picture with two people in a traditional canoe in the foreground and the skyscrapers of Kinshasa, which, as you mentioned, is on the opposite side of the river and the capital of the Democratic Republic of Congo uh, in the background. Uh, I was there for a conference. So the government wants to promote public-private partnerships where private companies essentially partner with the government on certain projects and the conference was to promote these opportunities. Uh, the event was held at a very impressive modern conference center and hotel about 30 minutes outside Brazzaville, which is the capital. Um, Everything was in French, which made it quite uh, difficult for me, but luckily there were translation devices, so I could at least understand what was being said uh, on stage. Okay, so what were the big themes? I mean, what was uh, the key message that was being shared, and uh, was it well attended? Yes, it was relatively uh, well attended. Uh, I don't think I need to explain to anyone that Congo doesn't have the best reputation as a business destination, but the government is apparently, according to them, working on new laws that they say will make it easier and less risky to do business in the country. Uh, the conference focused on promoting opportunities in a range of industries like agriculture, transport, energy, infrastructure, tourism, and so forth. Uh, interestingly, uh, I spoke to one Congolese businessman whose company has a partnership with a South African business based in the Free State, and they make fertilizer in the Congo. And they originally started out by supplying fertilizer to a group of South African farmers that set up shop in the Congo. But they have since expanded to supplying other farmers in the country. And he, um, in addition to fertilizer, which is obviously his industry, he mentioned some of the other opportunities uh, just in terms of the agriculture sector. And he mentioned things like uh, growing mangoes for export to Europe. Uh, the production of maize for use uh, in animal feed as well as human consumption as most of the Congo's maize is currently imported. And he also mentioned the production of palm oil for which Congo has excellent growing conditions, but it's currently being brought in all the way from Malaysia, which is quite ironic if you consider the growing con good, good growing conditions that they 
have there. Uh, another industry was that they focused on was tourism. And there, interestingly, also was a South African lady on stage who runs a tourism business in the Congo. They have these luxury lodges and they take people on forest excursions and gorilla watching and so forth. Uh, and she mentioned that post-COVID, more people are interested in these type of nature holidays. But on the other hand, she also conceded that uh, brand Congo and the country's general reputation does uh, have an impact on their business. Do you get a sense, though, that there is a, a very clear and persistent strategy to reform that image? Or was this just one of those things where we hope it works and make it please everybody feel better towards us? Or is it still quite a hairy part of the world to do business? Well, one, one French investor that I had lunch with, he, he said... Um, that it is definitely risky, but less risky than some other places in Africa. I mean, I kept thinking throughout the event, like, uh, like, is this real reform? Are they serious? Or is it just for show? But I mean, on the one hand, they, I mean, it was quite an <coughs> elaborate production, and they definitely spent a lot of money on it. And I can't think why they would have done it if... Mm. Uh, they weren't at least uh, a bit serious. So I think we'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Thank you to Jaco uh, Maritz this evening, the editor of How We Made It in Africa, back from a conference. First time we've spoken to anybody who's ever been to a conference, frankly, in uh, the Republic of Congo, Congo Brazzaville, as it uh, used to be known, part of what used to be the Democratic Republic of Congo, separated by the Congo River, um, an enormous body of water and just some of the greatest legends and stories around that part of the world told along that river, this key artery, of course, um, throughout the, through the middle of that particular country. Thank you, Yakuma Ritz. In a moment, uh, our investment school tonight, and our investment school head teacher is Deborah Slubber. Deborah is a portfolio specialist at Morningstar Investment Management and harnessing the power and uh, the gut-wrenching roller coaster ride of volatility is the sort of theme we're talking about this evening. That's coming up after Eyewitness News.